Rewinding. Rewinding Kaya FM on FM Rewind. Saturdays with Jenny. With Jenny every Saturday from, from 9 to 11 a.m. On Kaya FM 95.9. And you're listening to the commercial radio station of the year, Kaya FM, of course, home of the Afropolitan. And joining us on the line is Janisha Dechels. She is the senior news reporter for Kaya FM. And uh, she's a great reader as well. And I gave her, I can't remember when it was, um, a book called Women in Solitary. It's by Shantini Naidu. And I just thought it sounded really interesting. We're into our history. We're looking back at our past, trying to make sense of it if it's possible and uh, and telling the stories that were lost sometimes for uh, for generations and uh, and I think it's absolutely fantastic this book is just described by the publishers as um, storytelling a tool for healing generational wounds in South Africa so Tanisha thanks very much indeed for being around Hi, Jenny. Thanks Hi. For me. I know Saturday mornings are really, really busy for mums, but um, is this book a, a tool for healing generational wounds in South Africa? Absolutely. I think when you first read it, the first um, thing you feel is almost shame for not knowing their stories um, and a sense of, you know, sadness that... Um, that there wasn't effort, you know, in the last 50 years to tell their stories. Um, and as you go, you know, deeper into their experience, you realize how much um, we've just moved on and not acknowledged some of these things. And what the author even argues is that when we collectively acknowledge um, the details of these women's experiences, you know, um, whose shoulders that um, we sort of sit on, um, we'd be able to have better empathy as we move through life. And, and, and just maybe that would improve our experience um, in our country that is South Africa and, um, you know, all of these 25 years um, into democracy. These these four women um, refused to testify in the trial of the 22 in 1969. Now, please help me because I don't even know about the trial of the 22. This was a trial that was um, post-Ravonia trial. And the significance of this trial is that <clears throat> there was a lot on the line. Had they, um, you know, disclosed what the apartheid government and what the security forces would have liked them to disclose, a lot of other people would have probably been sent to either Robben Island or uh, being detained for life. And, you know, they, you can speculate as to what could and would have happened but um, there is a sense that a lot would have changed for the movement and it may not have been successful in some spaces as it would have been. And, you know, you just read about the kind of torture and the experiences in their cells and then walking into um, the courtroom and refusing to testify is it's amazing. It's so admirable because they, they they didn't even get a chance to speak to each other or to meet each other while they were in detention. They were detainees. They were not even inmates. They were not tried. They were there for over a year. At some point, uh, I don't know if it was, you know, just the physical trauma and malnourishment. They all stopped um, menstruating at some point. And that is just, I mean, that's unheard of for me that, um, torture and 
and neglect could and trauma could actually make a woman stop menstruating. And before that happened, you know, they were just left in their cells to bleed out. And so for them to have gone into that courtroom and refused to give any information, which resulted in the case completely collapsing and the security forces still detained them for a further 90 days, it's just unbelievable. And knowing that they didn't even have the opportunity to sort of strategize what they would do when they got into the courtroom and yet they still collectively did the same thing. So so were they friends before they were arrested or were they colleagues um, in underground organizations? They were not. Um, I know that um, Nondwe speaks of um, Nondwe Mankala, Mankatla. She speaks of how she had never seen Winnie's face um, and Winnie didn't know her and she didn't know Winnie. But when she heard the comments from the other inmates on the other side, she knew that it was Winnie coming into herself and how that they would eventually, when um, when they had the opportunity to, sometimes they would whisper to each other from the other side of their walls and they always wondered how they looked. And so they never saw each other and they met in the courtroom and then they would only also later meet years after exile and they spoke of how they would speak about everything and they would speak about their children. But at some point, they stopped speaking about their children because they were just so overwhelmed with loneliness and sadness that they actually had to make a conscious decision that they were not going to speak about their children for a little bit of time so that they could survive being in detention for such a long time. Well, what was it they knew that that the security police were so intent on them not speaking? Am I correct? The, the security police did not want them to speak, or did they want them to speak? They needed them to give evidence. They needed them to um, sort of give them information that would have resulted in more arrests and um, further trials of people who were working in the underground movement. So their silence... Um, you know, resulted in the case collapsing and um, really furthered the underground movement for the ANC and people who were really battling apartheid from an underground level. Okay, so so uh, uh, Shantini, the 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 editor, I suppose, or the author of this book, uh, was she able to actually interview them because they must be reasonably elderly at the moment. She did interview them. She interviewed um, all of them. She went to see them. And, you know, she quotes them sort of verbatim and they seem to be um, still very fresh-minded. They still remember very intricate details of how um, one day they were on their way to the courtroom. They were not allowed to be in each other's cells, but they gathered around Winnie and it was the first time they were seeing her and the security forces brought in these Alsatians and um, the only thing that they could do in defense of these Alsatians was to remove all of their clothes and stand there naked in front of these um, the prison wardens mm-hmm. and the, the security within the prison because that was their strategy. They knew that the dogs wanted to grab onto their clothes and then they would bite them but when they were naked the dogs didn't attack them so they remember intricate details like this and they remember um you know once they left prison and and how long it took before they all saw each other again 
they have very, very, very vivid memories of their experience, not only in detention, but also in exile and how that um, impacted their, their lives, their children's lives and their families' lives. And there's also um, an overwhelming sense that they have moments where they are extremely sad with how things are going in the country right now. And, um, you know, just the sense of, was it all worth it? What did I do that for? Mm. If this is what um, post-apartheid South Africa looks like. Oh, gosh. You obviously, when I say enjoyed the book, I don't mean that you, you know, you were laughing and skipping around, but obviously there's the level of this book uh, that it was written in. It touched, it touched nerves in you. It absolutely did. I can't remember the last time that, uh, you know, a book brought me to tears or that I just Mm. was so overwhelmed with emotion. And I think it's very necessary, you know, Every woman in this country, every man in this country needs to read books like this so that they can really, really just feel um, and empathize with the experiences of these women while they were detained without trial and tortured and subjected to some of the most inhumane practices one can imagine. Okay, Janisha, thank you very much indeed. It sounds very moving and also quite harrowing at the same time. But uh, but uh, thank you very much indeed. Uh, Janisha Jekylls and Women in Solitary by Shantini Naidu. Saturdays with Jenny. With Jenny, every Saturday from, from 9, 9 to 11 a.m. On Kaya FM 95.9. Rewinding. Rewinding Kaya FM on FM Rewind. Visit kayafm.co.za for more.